Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take her from bicarious to bifurious. <laughs> Warning. This podcast contains topics and discussion that is not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the ENM Talk podcast with Michael and Ellie, where we discuss everything ethical non-monogamy and have intimate conversations with real people from the ENM lifestyle. On this podcast, we'll talk about current events and topics that people who practice ethical non-monogamy can relate to. Our show is not about lifestyle gossip. In fact, the names have been changed to protect the not so innocent. Would you like to be a guest on our show? We want to hear your story. Hey, look at us go two episodes in one week. Oh my God. <laughs> Feast or famine around here. Feast or famine. <laughs> uh, we have a pretty exciting uh, podcast for this for this episode. I'm kind of excited about it. Indeed. Um, but before we get into that, I have a couple other things I want to talk about. Okay. Um, um, our listeners may have noticed that we're not really doing the magazine recap anymore that we were doing. Yes. There's a good reason for that. Right. Um, we're going to be doing our magazine recap. We're working on putting together a live stream show. Right. It's going to be so much fun. Right. And, and so we'll be able to kind of, I think we're going to take advantage of that format to do our, um, magazine recap that we're going to be doing, okay. uh, talking about that where people will be able to see us. And we may even have, I mean, we probably won't have copies of the current magazine, but we'll be able to show like, Hey, check out, we actually have a printed magazine. People don't, may not know this, but we have a printed magazine. <laughs> nice. So I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> That'll be cool. So part of what I wanted to talk about before we get started was we have a printed magazine. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of a cool, it's, it's a little bit of a kitschy thing. Um, we don't have a huge wide printed circulation. We don't have a huge wide budget. I mean, we literally run this thing out of our back pocket. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and some sponsorship dollars where and when and where we can get them, which is, it's a struggle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you can sell ice cubes to an Eskimo, I want to talk to you. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, so we're just, uh, we're, we print them because I like having a printed copy of it right? and our writers like having a printed copy yes. for themselves. And occasionally when we have people that are featured in the magazine, oftentimes they like to have a copy of the printed magazine too. Right. So our, our print distribution is virtually non-existent. Right. Um, but I also know we have readers who like to have printed copies from time to time, right. that sort of thing. So I just I want to just put it out there that uh, we the way we work our printed copies they're printed to order. Right. So you have to get in on the order every month. Uh, we open orders from the first of the month to the fifteenth of the month, fifteenth of the month, um, and you can find that you can pre-order them from uh, our store, which is. Love tribe media dot square dot site. 
perfect. You did so, that very well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you can also just go to enmmagazine.com and uh, right there at the very top of the page, it says, get your own copy. Right. And that takes you directly, will link you directly to the store. Um, you do have to get your copy ordered before the 15th of the month. Otherwise, um, we don't we don't print Extras. any extra copies, hardly ever any extra copies. Um, so you, you definitely want to pre-order it because if you come in later, then you can order what we call an archive copy, which is basically you're paying for a single copy. Right. Of um, getting printed a single copy. And it's expensive. Right. It is. It's expensive anyways. I mean, the magazine, we charge $15, fourteen ninety nine. We charge fourteen ninety nine <laughs> for each magazine. Um, and that covers the cost of printing and the cost of shipping. We ship um, via USPS priority mail. Right. Because we have found having the tracking and also it being in a priority mail envelope, we don't have to worry about packaging. And for some reason, priority mail packages are handled a little more gently than first class mail. Right. So we have less damage that way, that sort of a thing. And the difference in cost is like almost nothing. Right. So uh, we charge fourteen ninety nine for them. That includes shipping in the United States. Right. So um, that's a new thing. We've recently changed that up. So now if it's included in the it's included in the cost. Um, so that's the way to get a printed copy. Now, if you're one of those super gung ho enthusiastic ENM magazine fans, like I hope <laughs> you are, uh, we would love to have you. We've recently started up our Patreon. Uh, site yes and actually we're shifting all of our blog content is is now being posted directly onto the patreon site and the reason that we're doing that is because we've had we've shifted a lot of our content the magazine is now on kindle so you can't even see the magazine without either getting a kindle unlimited subscription or paying for the magazine so that's the only way you're going to be able to access the mature content. Right. And so the other way that you can access the mature content is by going to our Patreon site and becoming a Patreon uh, supporter. Um, we have two tiers of Patreon supporters. We have the, the just the, um, the standard Patreon, what do we call it? Uh, yeah, supporter. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say, uh, do we have a separate? We name? do. Yeah, it's just a, it's our it's our basic Patreon supporter. Okay, uh, and that's seven dollars a month, and that gets you access to everything that's on the Patreon site, which basically is the entire blog, including the mature content. So right. you would be reading the magazine in a blog form. Ah, okay. So, um, and then if you go for the VIP Patreon supporter, it's twenty dollars a month. That includes all of that, plus it includes, um, we'll throw up some extra uh, stuff. Like this month, we have our tattoo um, article. We'll be putting up, um, we have our um, our temptation of the month, Candy. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get her on. I sent her a message the other day. I'm hoping to do a podcast with her. That would be awesome. But I have, I've shot Candy for years and years and years right. and years. So I have tons, Very long time. <laughs> tons of content that I can put up. I'm, so I'm working on putting together a VIP only uh, blog um, post in our Patreon site that will have lots of mature content, uh, some of the old photos of Candy, which is amazing. That'll be awesome. One of the most fun parts about it is I've been shooting Candy since 
I think she had like three tattoos when right. we first shot her, and now she's covered. Oh, I mean, she doesn't have a lot of bare, bare skin. <laughs> right. So it's going to be kind of fun to, for our for our readers to see that and be able to see you know the before and and kind of watch her progress and then uh, I think I've even got a couple of like behind the scenes kind of things with that we're going to do with her and that's something that we're going to do with the VIPs is they're going to get a little bit more involved in what we're doing like they're going to be more like I this month uh, for when I was putting together the article I was doing some editing and I had to do some pretty extensive editing because where we shot there was a lot of background elements in the photos and it was just bleh. it was like I needed a rural road somewhere and I knew one place <laughs> that I could go but there's just all kinds of distraction in the background so I was going through and doing a bunch of editing and all that kind of stuff and so it's really cool by being a VIP I shared in a blog post like just so you know, this is the kind of stuff that goes into our temptation article, the kind of work that we have to do in order to present something that's really, really solid. And it's kind of cool. It's, <laughs> it's kind of cool. You know, we'll see, sometimes I do these things and then I look at them and I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> I did that. <laughs> so anyway, that's, uh, that is um, a little bit of fun for, for, for our readers. And I, we haven't had an opportunity to really talk about some of the changes that we've been going through. And that's, we'll probably uh, touch on those some more in an upcoming episode. But I kind of wanted to throw that out there because right now is your opportunity to get in on your pre-order if you want to get a, a copy of this tattoo issue. It is it is probably one of the most gorgeous issues we have put together you under know. the new brand. Right. I mean, it, some of our early, the you know, before covid blew our world up um we had we had some really really nice layouts with some of the temptations that we had gotten to work with right but this one we had so much content because of the previous stuff that i had done with candy and then we did a couple of shoots um with her uh now current and so we just had we had so much material to work with but really, it's the reader subscribe temptation <laughs> article that I just really, really love. Um, we've tried doing a couple of reader subscribe, a reader reader submission, not subscribed, reader submission issues, mm-hmm. um, where they basically our readers will send us in some photos and we put together a pictorial layout. The tattoo article is everything that I dreamed that we could do <laughs> with a reader submitted pictorial. Right. It's really, really good. It nice. alone is worth the price of buying a copy of this magazine. Yeah. It really is. I 13 pages of just you would be amazed at what people can do with their cell phones. And <laughs> and some of them are shot with a you know, with a camera and professional with a camera, but um some of them are just cell phone photos, just selfies, just little snapshots. And they're they just, they all just came together in a really nice way, showing people showing off their tattoo artwork right. and that it's sort of thing. So beautiful. it's really, it's, it's, it's super cool. And if you, um, if you're curious, go check it out. If you, if you don't <laughs> want to do the investment on the, you know, the printed copy, I understand it's expensive. I, I buy one for myself every month, so I know. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, the, the Kindle issue is has got everything in it as well. So you can go see it online on Kindle. And then after you look at it on there, then you can go buy yourself a printed copy because you're probably going to want one. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, I just kind of wanted to touch on that. All right. Well, 
I mean, it's totally worth it. And mm-hmm. and we have some other fun stuff coming up for uh, Patreon subscribers as well. What do you have in mind? I mean, what are you What are you thinking? We're doing the video. Oh, the yes, yes, yes. So we're so we're talking about the um, the live stream. Yeah, live so stream. We're actually gonna. I think I think we're still working out some details on this. Right, it's not coming right now. So but it's coming up soon. We have a little bit more of equipment we've got to buy, but uh, we're working on putting together a live stream. We're going to do two of them. We're gonna we're gonna start with a free one that's available for everybody. Right, and then we're gonna do a live stream that's just for our. Our supporters, our Patreon right. supporters. I don't know what that's going to look like yet. <laughs> we have a few ideas in the works, but it hasn't. I mean, it's not going to be anything like crazy. We're not going to be doing it naked or anything like that. No. but because <laughs> no one needs to see that. No, but uh, but I'm. Uh, I, I'm we've got some fun ideas that we're going to do, and I think we might even like do some prize giveaways on our for our patrons, Pat- Patreons, Patreon uh, viewers, that kind of a thing. We may do some live drawings or something like that. Oh, that would be very cool. Uh, I know. Not sure where this is going to fit in but christina and i are going to do some beer tastings and you know maybe maybe it might even work out where you bring in a dish or something that you've cooked and we can kind of talk about that i mean we there's all kinds of things we can do with this so um kind of a, just a new direction that we're kind of exploring and i think it'll be a lot of fun it's going to be like a one sunday a month kind of a thing and uh just one more thing that we have to commit to to keeping ourselves busy, I guess. Because <laughs> we don't have nearly enough. Speaking of keeping ourselves busy, yes. we probably should get on this podcast. This is true. Because it is actually a longer one. Um, so I apologize in advance. And now we're talking and talking and talking and it's going to make it even longer. But I promise you I'm delivering something to you that you are going to love. <laughs> I found a unicorn <laughs> a real live true honest blue to god honest unicorn. to god swinging unicorn yep and not only did i find a unicorn <laughs> she has unicorn friends right so I am super excited about this and you guys are going to love her. We had a great conversation with her and so I'm I'm super excited. Should we uh, take a quick little break here and then we'll introduce her when we come back? We totally should. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and we're back. Ellie, are you ready for this? I am totally ready for this. Let's introduce them to Alexa. How are you doing, Alexa? Hello, Alexa. Hi, I'm doing good. So uh, we are just going to jump right in here. Uh, We met Alexa on Cassidy. She's one of our one of our Cassidy followers. And uh, how would you say so you're you're solo female? Mm-hmm. You would you say are you you're on the swinger spectrum or are you in the poly spectrum? Where in all of that do, would you say that you land? Um, I'm definitely in the swinger spectrum. Spectrum. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not um, attached. More towards like the. Not the what? Not attached. Uh. Uh-uh. No. No. No husband. No boyfriend. No nope, divorced. Single. 
and living life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's not such a bad way to be. So how does it work being, I know, you know, in our world, we're pretty familiar with solo poly people and how that works out, but you're solo swinger. How does, tell us how that works for a solo female. Uh, well, it's kind of like poly, but with more. More of it? Uh, more people, more couples. <laughs> So is that what you, would you say that you primarily play with couples then? So the whole single male aspect, occasionally that works. Uh -huh. um, I have a few single male friends, longtime friends um, that are amazing, but it's predominantly the couples because I am bi, so I prefer both. Okay. That makes so that sense. For you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It makes sense. So you are actually a unicorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by choice this is very much so i love being a unicorn i found her i found her she's right here <laughs> um so how tell me how that how that started for you how did you break into that how, what made you say this is what i want to do with my life oh oh yeah so um i was really interested in like the whole like sexual exploration exploration um uh -huh. i got into fat life because I do have a lot of like kinkster aspects to me. Okay. Um, and then I closed it out because I was scared. <laughs> I was like, okay. this is too, too far, too far. Because um, like you, what did you just get like flooded with people that it, it was flooded with people with and there was just so much. I was like, well, maybe this is beyond me. Okay. Um, and so I was like, okay. And I didn't know where to go. And I had met a guy when I was in Florida. And um, he's like, hey, I'm going to take you for a weekend in Miami. I was like, okay. Fun. And so he took me to uh, Velvet, Miami Velvet. Okay. Literally right into the lifestyle. Right Foam on. Foam party, the whole works. And we started dating, got into the lifestyle. I was like, this is, this is fucking amazing. I was like, nice. everything, all of it. <laughs> I was like, just like a little kid in a candy store. And then we split up and I was like, oh my God. I was like, it was like the worst breakup of the world. And then I realized I was like, oh wait, I was just, I thought I was losing the lifestyle. <laughs> I was like, I don't need you. No, no. I don't right. know. <laughs> I'm a girl. Now, now you're a free agent. That's right. <laughs> so I got on SDC by myself, and it was just like, oh, blossom from there. Right on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. tell me, so tell me about that first time stepping into the club, the first time you ever went there, and tell me about, <laughs> tell me about what you saw. Tell me about what you felt. Ah, oh, Miami Velvet. So we went in for a foam party. I was wearing lingerie. Um, okay. And we went in there and there's just like all these, it's predominantly um, uh, Latin American. And so all these gorgeous Latin Americans, it was, I was like in heaven. Like, um, and then everybody was just like dancing and then they started flirting with me, everything else. And I'm literally the only blonde girl in the entire club. Oh, and so, you were in high demand. Blonde girl, big boobs. They're like, so they started calling me Victoria's Secret. Because so I'm walking around in like okay. lace bra and panties and heels. So they started right calling on. me Victoria's Secret. And um, I found this little Latina. And the guy I went with, like he couldn't keep, his, he couldn't keep an eye on me. Somehow I ran off with her. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. So he found me like playing with her in the middle of the foam. <laughs> wow nice yeah and then like this went to that and next thing you know we're walking out of the club at 6 a.m nice <laughs> awesome so yeah it was just so this, like this like 
visual, like sensory overload. I can imagine. Yeah. And, and it being your first experience in a club and you just totally hit it out of the park. Oh my God. Where did that, where did that feeling of overwhelmness go after you, you know, at that point that you had experienced, or was that before you went on to FetLife? Um, the experience Almost. of being overwhelmed was on FetLife. Um, right. because there were so many kinks on there. My kinks seemed like mm -hmm. so small and I was like, Oh, okay. You know, it's kind of like when somebody says like <laughs> doggy me. style calls it kinky and you're like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt on, on Fet Life. I was like, Oh, I'm not, no, I guess I'm not. So it was just a lot to take in. Right. So that's where the overwhelm was. Cause I didn't know where I kind of like belong. Um, Right. And then when I went to the lifestyle club and the whole swinger aspect, I was like, this is where I belong. Got there it. you so, go. So by then, by then you were like fully adjusted and, and ready to ready to party. And I then can. your first experience was yeah. amazing. And then it just went, went up from there. Yeah. Right. So where all have you gone? Cause you travel. Mm -hmm. Uh, tell tell me about some of the other. We never go anywhere. Right. We're we're stuck we, here in the Pacific the, Northwest. We got the three here. <laughs> so I want to know about where you've been. Where, tell me about some of your most favorite places. My absolute favorite one is Desires in Mexico City. Not really. Um, nice. Where's the other? I don't remember where the other Desires is. Cancun. Yeah, maybe. Um, but there's one in Mexico City. Um, and okay. it's it's kind of hard to find because it looks like a um, like a back door or something other. It's kind of creepy to get back there, but when you get inside the club, or speakeasy, that's what it looks like. So when you the get speakeasy. inside the club, ah. um, it's just gorgeous inside, and you have the like the small hmm. little corner of like what it felt like were like businessmen with their their purchased women, and then like this mm -hmm. plethora of people. And I expected it being Mexico City to be like predominantly Hispanic. There were so many expats there, and they were like the sexiest things I've ever fucking seen. I was like, oh. <laughs> and I'm tall, so I was kind of nervous because I didn't want to like. Um, I prefer taller men. And I was like, oh, I was like, I'm gonna be taller than everybody. Uh -huh. I don't know about this. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. I got there, and I was like, you and you and you, and like, <laughs> it was, just, yeah. They were, yeah, and they were everywhere. Yeah. Nice. So that was my That's awesome. Place. Um, <laughs> That kind of like, that was the only one after Velvet, and it was just like amazing. Um, and then obviously secrets. Um, like that, that's my, that's my mothership. Mm -hmm. I love that place. Um, James and Carmen, they're amazing people. Um, and then uh, Playhouse mm -hmm. LV in Vegas. That's the only one. Yeah, that's the only one to go to over there. Oh, okay. How many clubs are there in Vegas? Some of the, the last. There's couple like three that we or four. To. There's like um. The Red Rooster, the Green Door. Uh -huh. I've heard of those um, two. Yeah, and then there's a couple like smaller ones. Huh. Um, there is one called uh, Risk, which okay. is um, it's not really a club, um, but it's a guy's house. Okay. Um, he's a bachelor, great house, um, has a pool, cabanas, the whole works. That's pretty cool. So hmm. it's like a full nude pool. You can be around everybody, um, and not have like all the touristy business. Um, so you don't have like all these tours, like hoarding over you, like you would at, um, Marais or one of them. Um, and then where was the other one I went to in, um, San Francisco? Oh man, I went there for new year's and I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> Dang it. 
That's, you. So there's been a lot that's happened since New Year's. Oh, yeah. Because because oh, yeah. you're actually a nurse. I am. And yeah. so and, and it sounds like you do a lot of traveling with that. Mm -hmm. Are you dealing with a lot of um, like with with COVID and all that kind of stuff? Oddly. So um, I'm in Arizona on a COVID contract. I am. Okay. I started in August and I have yet to have or see a COVID patient. Really? Mm -hmm. And I'm at one of the bigger and, hospitals but, and I, not yet. Is it just that they're not filling up the hospitals? So I hear it they're sounds not like their numbers are really high. Positives are high. Okay. So just because you're positive, you don't even have to be symptomatic. Okay. So yeah, so the one they're getting, going to the ICU, I've not, I've not seen them. Well, that's good news then. I know. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that COVID money for nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bring, it. Yeah. Bring it on in. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Mama's got a club habit right? to support right? here. Heck <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God. Mom's got cute little clothes to buy. I candy party right? to go to. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Well, that's good then. I mean, it's good that 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 what you're seeing is not what we're all yeah. afraid of. So that that's hopefully things stay oh, that yeah. way. Um, sure. What about some of your more challenging experiences? Challenging experiences, um, dating in a lifestyle. That's hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> because yeah. I've been on and off, like single couple, single couple, predominantly single in the lifestyle though. Um, usually you try to date the vanillas and then it's like, oh, when do I tell them? When do I ask? How do I grasp this with them? Um, mm. and, um, I'm not really, it doesn't make me nervous for somebody to judge me. So if they got mad or whatever else, but also I don't want to invest my time into somebody, um, and be like, oh, okay. Right. You're not it. Um, and then, um, so then, <laughs> or if you date somebody that's lifestyle, the matter of like jumping right into it or building a base. So you have like these two things to kind of right. debate. And so that's, I think that's one of my bigger challenges is dating um, and kind of going in that direction. Mm -hmm. And then um, also dealing with the couples that feel like that, like I'm a present and an object. Yeah. Those are, those are never fun. Right. Um, mm -hmm. That whole, like, you'll be yeah. great for my husband and, we I'll do this and we can do that. And I was like, do I get a say so in this guy's? Hey, <laughs> I'm here. And um, so those are a little bit more right. of the challenges. And then going to places by myself, kind of like throwing myself into situations. Um, first coming here to Arizona, I kind of posted on a Facebook mm -hmm. um, uh, lifestyle group thing. And I was like, hey, who wants to go to the pool? And I was like, this is public, whatever, meeting people, that's fine. And a couple hit me up and they're like, hey, you know, we went to Whole Foods. Would you like to come have dinner at our house? We'll cook for you. And I was like, should I? Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. if it were a guy, is the answer would be different. no pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I actually messaged a friend that I um, met at another party that lived here. And I was like, hey, do you know them? She's like, um, she's like, well, I don't know them completely personally. She's like, but I've met them. And I was like, so they're real. It's not an axe murder. It's like right. waiting for me to wear my skin or something. Um, so I was like, I'll go. 
There you go. Yeah. So I went and they're the best people I could ever meet. They're so much fun. Um, we still hang nice. out all the time. So it's kind of like finding that like even between like protecting my safety and figuring things out and kind of throwing myself out there. And still being mm -hmm. able to have fun. So, so what tricks, I mean, I mean, obviously that was one trick, like you called somebody and, and that, that may possibly know them and they, and you were able to kind of like, I don't know, get a reference on them or that kind of a thing. But what other tricks, I mean, this is actually something that I hadn't really even thought about that as a, as a solo person, particularly a female, that when you're going to these clubs by yourself, you're kind of like, you, you don't have a wingman. You don't have somebody to back uh, you up if, me. You, <laughs> if you get in trouble. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming you could probably take pretty um, good care of yourself. I, if it's somebody I'm going to meet that's like, I'm not going to the clubs, I will, I will FaceTime, I'll video chat with them. Uh -huh. Um, I usually do that before I even go to dinner, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, because there's a lot of catfishing out there. So I've even got to the point because initially I was just meeting people at the restaurant and right. there's things where the couples had to like flag me because I didn't even recognize them. And I was like, no, absolutely. Yeah. I called them out. I don't think they expected me to call them out. And I was like, yeah, this is not uh, happening. Okay. I don't do liars. Have a um, so chat first. And then when I go to the lifestyle, like I've been to a golf, um, I guess right. occasionally I'll go and I'll have people that I know there. Um, I have a couple that I hang out with at Secrets, and they're usually kind of like her husband's my protector. Mm -hmm. So outside of that, not too much. Usually I know enough people that they know them. Right. right. You, you, somebody knows, so. you know, and it's a small enough community that usually there's somebody who knows somebody yeah. who knows somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At and the in, beginning, it was hard. That, yeah. Even even in that, I mean, it's it's most most people that know everybody that kind of a thing. Like you're you're kind of playing in a relatively safe pool that way. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's the people that, like you're saying, that are kind of catfishing you, that are looking to take advantage of you and posing as somebody in that community. I can see where that could be kind of scary. Yeah, even, I mean, yeah, you, you don't been have to be a solo female to get taken advantage of it that way. Oh, no, couples can be taken advantage of, especially ones where the wife is really nice and empathetic. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I've been in situations <laughs> where like, I've been in the hotel with a couple and like, then they start arguing. Oh, that's oh, good. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I'm like playing with the woman. Uh, there was a situation uh -huh. where I was playing with the woman. Uh -huh. And next thing you know, she starts complaining about like the temperature of the room. And then they start arguing and bickering back and forth. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is awkward as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, I can't just like slowly walk out the door. I was like, I need to get my clothes. Like, I'm already naked. Oh, no. Yes. And I was like, oh. I was You're like, like wait, gonna... I was, you yeah. pick up your clothes. I'm going to go yeah. pee. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really, I've never dressed so fast. And I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, my mother's calling. Bye. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're a couple, that's when you step into the bathroom, you go, oh, the babysitter called. We have to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. You got that safe <laughs> word. Mine was like, right. uh, my one was Wednesday. It's like, Wednesday. uh-huh. Yeah. So it was just like, <laughs> um, like, I think we got to take the kids somewhere Wednesday or we got to do this Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> you throw that in. That's yeah. a great one. That's a great one. It, it's um, so simple. So like you're talking on the phone and if you're talking sexual, something like that, and you're like, and Wednesday, you use Wednesday in a sentence, the other person knows that like, it's not safe to talk about it. Somebody's right. in the room, et cetera. Yeah. Nice. It means pay attention <laughs> to me. I'm trying to convey something. 
So, because especially <laughs> lifestyle, you're like, you're over like all the sensory stuff. So you're not going right. to be immediately paying attention to that right then. And it's not expected. Not to. always. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not expected to. So you kind of need something to be like over here, over here. <laughs> and apparently we so I'm guessing that you, what I, I'm guessing that you live a pretty busy life. I mean, your work probably keeps you, if you're like most of the nurses that I know, they work all the damn time. Um, <laughs> How often do you, would you say that you get to go out and play and, and do your thing? Um, mm, I, that depends. Um, usually when I first start my contract, it's quite a bit. Uh, I mm -hmm. only work three days a week. Um, as a nurse, I only work three days a week. Um, okay. I did start doing uh, OnlyFans. So okay. I've been like, right now, I have like no time for anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been doing that and and that's a full-time job in itself. So I've been doing that and um, working as a nurse. So, but yeah, no, normally I get like every third weekend I can go out and party um, or I'm, I have no kids or anything of the sort. No, right. my only responsibility is my dog. So I can just pack up like for Dallas next weekend. Um, we just decided like a few days ago, we were going, booked the flight out, done. So. You say we, you mean you and your dog? Oh, no, Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Me and other unicorns. <laughs> Wait, you run in packs? Why well, now I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got I got a little Latina and a redhead. Oh my oh. goodness. Yeah. So there's there I think there's three or four of us unicorns um that'll be in Dallas at the eye candy party. Uh, uh -oh. is it Colette? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Colette. <laughs> yeah. That's uh so they they just got busy. They just got packed. Like <laughs> Seriously packed. Oops. <laughs> I heard it on, I heard it on like, that podcast. I heard there's going to be a bunch here. of hot unicorns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, hey, you know what? That is a good place to uh, stop and take a break. So we'll, we'll gather and regroup and refresh our drinks, and we'll be back right after this. Oh, damn it. What's wrong? I just caught a 30-day ban on Facebook for a photo I posted a couple of weeks ago. Wasn't even that sexy. Why aren't you using SAF Social? You know they allow all kinds of content there. I know, I know. I just forget sometimes. You really should join the Frisky Friends group on SAF. We have frequent photo challenges and encourage our members to get involved. I'm sure they would love to see your sexy photos there. The sexier, the better. And you won't be compromising your Facebook account. I know. You're right. And it looks like I won't be doing anything on Facebook for the next month anyways. Would you tell all my friends to go find me on safsocial.com? Tell them I'm going to post some extra sexy pictures to entice them even more. Hmm, you bet. Maybe that'll get them to join and save them from getting zucked, too. <laughs> and we're back. We're here with Alexa. Hi. Everybody's Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, turn Tell this podcast do up. For you. <laughs> Alexa, turn this podcast up. <laughs> uh, yes. 
So we so when we left, we were talking a little bit about your dating life, and I'm curious. Um, I'm curious about what it is. I can't even imagine what it must be like as a as a single female in this lifestyle and trying to date because I would feel like, especially as attractive as you are, that every yeah. single guy that you date wants to just tie you up and keep you at home and not ever let you out of the house. <laughs> How do you deal with that? Oh, I make sure there's no rope there. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, uh, gosh, very poorly, I guess. Um, so dating is really hard. Um, I'm I'm a submissive female. Okay. Um, we, I prefer, we have to talk about that very, more. Yeah. We'll come back uh, to that. Uh, okay. So um, I'm a very submissive female, but I'm very alpha in my in my career life, in my personal life. Um, I my personality tends to take over. Okay. I'm a social butterfly, um, and that tends to intimidate the dominant men. So I tend to make them feel pretty insecure. So I end up with the, I don't even know how to explain the word for it. Um, I don't know. I guess I just tend to make men insecure. I'm a lot to deal with. I'm a lot to take on. (laughs) Would you say that you make them, Um, you make them more submissive, that sort of thing? Like you end up, you end up alpha them in the relationship too, because I would think that you'd have to really kind of stand up for yourself and say, this is who I am and you're not going to change that. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, that tends to be how it goes. Um, And they get really excited because like, I I'm into a lot of things. I like to play. I like the taboo. And they're just like, ah, this is so great. And then I take them to a club with me. And then there's like 8,000 people like, ha, here you are. Mm -hmm. And it's that like mentality, like they feel like they're being shoved way in the back. I can imagine that. Yeah. And, yeah. and that so, would be and for really, a dominant man. That's yeah. That would be really deal. hard to deal with for for mm-hmm. for somebody who doesn't have any experience with that, especially mm-hmm. when you. So it, it makes it harder. And I think that you said when you date, you tend to date vanilla men too, that are that are not lifestyle. Yeah. So you're trying to recruit them and bring them in, but I I, I just can't even imagine how difficult that must be at times. <laughs> the men in the lifestyle have like severely overwhelmed me um, in the aspect of like, they're not, they have this grand idea of what things are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And they want to jump like right into that. Um, I prefer like to have a base and kind of grow from there. Okay. Um, because again, I'm into the taboo and for that to happen, it requires a ton of trust Right. Right. on top of your normal, like with the lifestyle stuff, because there's the whole playing, eventually playing outside of the relationship by yourself, etc. Um, and so all of that's required. Um, and so they tend to, it's a lot harder to do it with them. I've had better odds with the men that are vanilla that I've kind of like brought into it. Maybe it's more of like, they're more thankful. They're like, Hey, <laughs> what I is could, all this? I yeah. can have my cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> it's, is it, would you say that they're more, um, they're more moldable? Like you can kind of yeah. help guide them. 
we run into lots of yeah. people who have really bad habits in the lifestyle and and the way that they treat people is not the way they want to be treated and that sort of thing and so i tend to i tend to play i tend to connect with a lot of people that are fairly new for that reason because it's like here let me show you how to be and how to do this in a way that is respectful and this is why you do it where people that have been mm -hmm. doing it for a long time oftentimes don't want to hear that so yep so I use they the term moldable to it and I'm like that's not okay I, 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 I use the term choose the term moldable in a positive way not as like you're trying to manipulate them but just trying to say mm -hmm. let's do it this way and you know, usually have pretty good success they've with not it. been jaded what's that they've not been jaded they've not been jaded right, right. yeah <laughs> yeah because like honesty is key and uh, and some of them that have been jaded by situations etc it's a very hard thing for them to grasp that like they can be honest and like they're not going to get berated things like that um bringing a vanilla into the situation like they're just like like i'm gonna throw my toes in the water first they're like oh like it's good i'm gonna get even further and so it's just a matter of bringing them to like my level right and so <laughs> there's <laughs> there's the problem with that one right <laughs> Cause, Cause you're not beginner level. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of me too. Uh, yeah, I can, I can totally relate to you from that on that. Right. It, and it, it, it's a wonderful thing when you can introduce the lifestyle to somebody that's new to it and, and see them blossom and be successful. But the, the, it's a knife that cuts both ways because on the other hand, it sometimes implodes <laughs> in very uh icky ways yes <laughs> and Absolutely. i can imagine it's even worse for you because you look like you and i look like me and they're like the guys that get with you they're probably like holy shit i've won the lottery <laughs> oh yeah and then they'll try it because they're like well i want to keep her so i'm gonna try this and then they're like it's an epic film like if you didn't like it just say no right like you should have said no <laughs> right oh my goodness yeah I can't, oh, I can't yeah. even, I can't even imagine. Can't even, yeah. So, uh, I want to talk about your kinks. You keep talking okay. about this, these ah. kinks and this, uh, and the uh, taboo. And the taboo. I want to hear what this is taboo. all about. Well, if society says you're not supposed to do it, you're, I want to do you're it. probably doing it. <laughs> yeah. What does that look like? So, Give me more. I'm a voyeur. Okay. Um, I mean, I heavily participate, but I'm also a watcher. Okay. So, um, like I said, I have partners that um, I have played with in the past that um, I guess would be like a boyfriend experience kind of thing. Okay. Um, and I like kind of like setting them up. My One of my friends in the lifestyle, he calls it pimping them out. <laughs> <laughs> so, he says I pimp out my men. So, I, I just kind of like set them up with other people. Um, I like watching them with vanillas, um, other like hot wives. Um, let's see how to put this. Like my my ex, um, we would set up, I have cameras in my home. Okay. Because when I travel, I'm away. All right. And so I found a girl that he was interested in. We went to the bar, I picked her up, got her phone number. And she's like, well, I'm not really into girls, but how are we gonna work this? Cause he's hot. And I was like, well, funny thing. <laughs> I'm going to be in Arizona for a few days. So uh, he's all yours, take his number. And I was like, as long as you're okay with cameras, done deal. 
Yeah. So like I get video and pictures while I'm at work edging because I can't do anything about right. it. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I can get boo-choo-choo and my phone while I'm in the bathroom and I can see what's on the camera. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're so you're almost um I don't even know what, what they would call that for a for a woman. It would you if you were a man, you'd be a cuckold. Or I know, or, I know. I'm a, like a, a stag, half a, I guess. Half a cuck, but a submitted. I don't know. I'm like a a little bit of everything. I'm like a slut of all trades. Isn't it awesome though when you can get <laughs> enjoyment out of watching your partner? I, that is something I just so absolutely it's the love. Thing ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's like live porn. I totally can relate to you there. <laughs> absolutely. Because you're because you've been with that person, you know what they're experiencing, and you know you know mm -hmm. what all of that is. But you're watching it from a third perspective, and it's. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just the and you see the look the on the woman's face and i'm just like yeah i know that yeah bitch. that's uh, amazing I, isn't yeah, it i know that's I, my I know what they're doing Sharon. right now <laughs> <laughs> yes ma'am yeah that's the alpha in me of like that's mine and if you're good you can play with it if not that... i'm not going anywhere near you thanks there you go yeah, so, so. It, it still carries over you're not completely submissive yeah i am what else tell me more <laughs> more. What else are you? You're on. You're on Fet Life, so you have to have oh, some kink. Yes. Um, not really. I'm kidding. Not really. But there's a lot of people. We're. I'm. I'm on Fet Life, and I'm not really. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Right. Um. I love the hold of the dominance and submission. Um, okay. Uh, to the extent of that aspect, um, and living that in my relationship wise, um, basically that ability to like go home, shut down. Um, I'm a pain slut, so there's that okay. aspect to it um i'm trying to think that oh paint flat thing so that's how i got into the whole bbc thing so okay. they're usually much bigger um and right. an ex of mine surprisingly was a cuck and i didn't even know it um so introduced me to the bbc thing i like pain then there's anal oh <laughs> you bring a bbc in there and you have panel <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All righty then. As I say, BBC, this is your jam. What's your takeover? <laughs> yeah, but I only heard it a lot. But I'm not into panel. <laughs> I'm not into panel. <laughs> There's right. multiple aspects to it. That's just mine. <laughs> but I, I, I do definitely like my BBCs. <laughs> oh, yes. So there, yeah. So I guess I, I mean, my kinks dabble into a lot of things. But my my favorite is the like the voyeurism, um, also corrupting the vanillas is what I call it, kind of corrupting <laughs> the vanillas. What? Yeah, corrupting the vanillas, especially Got living it. in like the big cities and you have like the little touristy bars, and you go yeah, <laughs> to see the wide eyes of a manager flirting with him, and next thing you know another man walks up and it's your boyfriend. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, actually see? one of our favorite things see? especially it when there's three you're like we, we <laughs> love... yeah right we so we we go we have a, a karaoke bar that we go to pre-covid days and we that was our favorite thing was to go out the three of us and hang out and and shoot we usually had 15 20 30 friends out there with us as well. And we'd be milling around the room, you know, flirting and kissing and all this stuff. And people would be like, what the yeah. hell is going on down there? <laughs> and, and now they're just like, oh, those swingers are back. You know how many hot female bartenders I have picked up from that? They're like, 
I feel I, like it's bad. <laughs> it's hot. I feel like I'm interested, but I'm not. But I'm not supposed to be. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to do it anyway because you're there hot. There you go. Like growing yeah. in college. <laughs> and then the fun's on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Those, yeah, those are my kinks. So normally, so normally, I mean, when we talk to couples, there's like this whole conversation about boundaries and and rules and and all that stuff. But we don't really have the the ability to do that with you, or do we? Um, I, we do. We definitely do. Um, I have huge boundaries, um, and they've developed really quick. Um, doing the lifestyle of the unicorn. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's also like the discussion and there is that thought process like, oh, well, we don't really have to discuss boundaries with them because it's just one person and they don't, they tend not to discuss their boundaries. Uh, They're hmm. so used to discussing their boundaries between couples when it becomes one person, it's like, well, it's this like assumed communication. Right. Uh. Um, and because like, I guess there's less to deal with. I don't know. <clears throat> and then. So like the situation gets like forced forward. I'm like, whoa, I'm like, I'm not here to piss your wife off or make you mad. Like I need some boundaries myself. Um, and the biggest one is talking to the wife first. A lot of men in the lifestyle have hall passes or whatever you want to call it, where they can play outside of um, by themselves. Mm -hmm. um, so, so my biggest thing is, yeah, right. Yeah. So that, yeah, that one too. We got that. So First, I have to talk to the wife. And my biggest thing was a I met a gentleman and come to find out it was somebody I already knew. <clears throat> and he found me. And we're like texting back and forth. I'm like, oh my God, it's so awesome. You guys are in the lifestyle. Like I never thought. And come to find out. Um, so I was like, well, let me talk to her, etc. I was like, I would love to. I'm like, oh my God, I have another girl in the lifestyle that I know. It's so cool. And um, so he's like, well, let me give you her number. And I was like, I have her number, but okay, maybe she changed it. So he gives me this number and I'm texting and I'm like, this isn't a woman. Like, you know, when those people catfish you and he's like, some, they'll say things like that. You're so yummy and this and that. I'm like, that's not a woman. We don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just like, this, this isn't a woman. And so I'm like going back and forth and he's like, well, um, and he's talking as her texting me saying like, well, I'm okay. When he comes to Florida that like you guys are, um, that you guys are fucking um, but when you come here, I don't want to talk about it at all. I was like, even uh, in private? And I'm like, she's like, yeah. She's like, I just get too embarrassed to discuss it. And I was like, yeah, I can bullshit. <laughs> and so I turned around, I texted him. I was like, listen, you're not fucking kidding anybody. Um, you right now, I was like, leave me the hell alone or I will send every bit of those to your wife. Thank you. And goodbye. Right. Like, yeah. And so the, I, I thought that was a rarity and it's not. Yeah. I've actually had more use the whole Google number thing yeah. and try to like text me as their wives. Huh. So, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I know. So like you want to know and see that that person is being upfront mm -hmm. and honest and that she does yeah. know. It's so sad that you have yeah. to rely on those instincts in order to, you know, keep people honest. You know, it seems like it would be yeah. easier to just be yeah. honest, but at the same time, maybe yeah. they're then, maybe they're not in the lifestyle at all. Maybe they're just seeing an opportunity and 
you know, unfortunately. No, they're just cheaters. They're just cheaters. Right? But it speaks Those to... Those are two different yeah, things. Yeah, right. they are. But it speaks to your integrity because, I mean, you're a single person. You're not necessarily... Um, have any sort of obligation to anyone else you could do that if you wanted but your choice is that you absolutely won't that that's yeah, not what you're no. going to do and that's not i will who not you represent are. the lifestyle like that i right. am, i'm my number one in any relationship no matter what dynamic it is friendship etc is honesty right i don't you have to be honest with me everything else in the world is figure outable honesty without it it's not so but yeah so and then the other part is like, I'll have husbands that they do, usually it's the husbands that do the texting, the talking, et cetera, um, initially. But then there'll be times like I get to the restaurant, the whatever, and I'm having this conversation with them. And then the wife is just like this side piece. And I'm like, well, this isn't attractive at all. Right. And you could tell like she's there for him mm -hmm. and like she's in it for him. And I'm like, that's not hot. That's not attractive. Like I want that banter, that back and forth. Like right. I want her to be able to be like, oh, so my husband showed me your photos or my husband showed me this conversation that was really hot or like something. I need right. something. Some kind of interaction. Um, yeah. That, she, that she's yeah. truly interested in you also. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, or that she's like excited or okay with like me just being with her husband alone. Like right. I need that like vibe, that energy to be there. Um, or otherwise it's, I, I'm just an object like it's, right and there was a lot of those at the beginning um I guess I've kind of learned to weed some of them out so it's kind of saved me time but mm -hmm. yeah. there was a lot of those I I think it, it would be like any other any other connection that you make with somebody like if you just were to meet somebody just generally in passing if you were not getting enthusiasm from them about wanting to be with you you're not really going to be able to get past that point yeah. And so it would, would make sense that it would be that way as a couple as well. Like they either, they both got to be on board with it or not at all. Right. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. Exactly. That, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, like, sorry. I had, a thought, I had a thought, I had a thought and then it vanished. It was gone. It's like, oh, gone. No, I was just going to say um, like, I'm not your wife. I'm like, she can be okay going to the lifestyle just to please you. Um, but I'm not here just to please you. I'm here to please right? me. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and my so. pleasure comes from everyone being happy. That's right. I'm I, I'm a hedonist. Like I, I love all the things. So. Do you find it difficult to connect with women? Um. Hmm. I I feel like I'm on either one end of the spectrum or the other. So I either really connect with them and it's amazing or I don't connect with them at all. I don't uh -huh. ever, it's very rare that I get that medium of like, she's okay. Like maybe I'll get to know her a little bit better. She's okay. Mm -hmm. Like usually I'll, I'll meet them and I get that positive vibe and it's amazing and it's fun. Or it's that like, yeah, I'm just not interested. Like our, our personalities don't click. I'm very picky on women. Um, that's, much a, picky. that's a good yeah, that's, that's a good question. So I'm I, so what I'm doing right now is I'm going back and I'm thinking about all of the different things that I've heard my bisexual female friends and lesbian friends say about dating women. Mm -hmm. And so I want to ask you those questions. Go for it. <laughs> These things just I came. Love, that was I what was that women. was what flittered out of my head there. So uh, but I want to talk about that. What are you attracted to in men? Yes. 
Oh, that that dominant assertive personality. Uh huh. That like, I'm trying to think of it because um, my, my male the male half of the couple that I've been with since I've been in the lifestyle, he's it. It's that like that devonier personality. He kind of like takes over the room. Um, which see, this is what I told you it was hard because mm-hmm. <laughs> I tend to take over the room, so he can't take over the room. Um, but it's that, it's that like, yeah, it's that like dominance, take charge personality. Um, I'm not really into that, the, the meek or a like a cuck personality, okay. um, unfortunately. Um, and then tall, I have to have tall, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you and most of the women out there. <laughs> She lost me a cuck. I was like, that, 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 that's because I'm, I'm more the meek. I'm more the, I want to watch you have a good time. But I wasn't asking for me. I was no, no, you're, for... yeah. <laughs> you also, you have that open, like, social part of it, though. Right. So, like, there's that. Um, a lot of my cuck friends kind of, like, stand, like, they're not really in the background, but they're to the side. Does that right. mean, like, to the side of the spouse or whatever? Um mm-hmm. <clears throat> And so they tend to let her like take over. They're not like very like social verbally. And okay. so then I kind of like lose my, I lose it. I can't like, I need that banter. So there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you some yeah. elevator shoes. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. I'm going to need some serious elevator shoes because I am tall is not a word I would use to describe me. Uh, yeah. Um, um, but anyway, so go ahead. Um, so people tend to assume that my, my type is very, like very fit men, et cetera, like the GQ thing. Um, Uh that's tend to be what I date, but what I play with is not always that. Um, my, my ex-husband was actually, he was tall, six, two, but he was 350 pounds. Yeah. He had the big old belly, the whole works. And so people (laughs) tend to be like, wait, what? And so, yeah, I, I'll take a vibe. That's it, why it's all good. Yeah, I prefer meet and greets over meeting people on um, dating websites like Life, uh, Lifestyle okay. Lounge, etc., Cassidy, because like I'll meet them at a meet and greet, and I'm like, oh my god, I love you guys. You're amazing. You're sexy. Your personalities, and then they're like, oh, add me on SDC, and I go to Adam. I'm like, oh, you guys really need to do some of your pictures. Like I would have never even <laughs> talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> Right. right. Yeah. So, like, that's probably us. Our, our pictures on Cassidy haven't been updated in forever. Oh, no, they haven't. <laughs> See? I feel uh-huh. like that does it. <laughs> so, there's actually a little bit more of a chance. <laughs> anyway. He's like moving up in the world. He's like, oh, I'm good. He's slowly I'm building it back up. Down. <laughs> uh, so, the, so, then the question that follows that was what are you attracted to in women? In women? Mm-hmm. Um, women, um, so I have the two types. I like the very, I like the, um, the MILF hot wife, older woman type. It's a very assertive. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that assertive, like, yeah, she's going to like come at me kind of thing. She's going to be uh-huh. the aggressor. Um, that's okay. very sexy to me. Um, and then there's the other half of the spectrum where you have that like meek little innocent, I can corrupt her vanilla slash like newish mm-hmm. um, I'm feeling that yeah yeah it's not yeah. really like a looks thing it's their personalities I need right. that mm-hmm. yeah right so I like to kind of like crumple like when I meet new couples in the lifestyle I'm like yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> like, Does she know how bisexual she is? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take her from bicurious to bifurious. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would have been Ellie when we first started. Yeah. When we first started in this, she was like, I'm not touching a girl. No way, no how. And and then bit by bit, like eventually that curtain just kind of came down. And now she's like, yeah, I'm down. Sure, let's See? do it. <laughs> I tend to not, but I do not tend to be the aggressor no. in the situation. Not with women. But um, I'm definitely more more adventurous than i once was i even have a couple that i play with as a couple which right. is a huge thing for me because in the beginning that never would have been a thing in the beginning See? when she first started playing with when she first started playing with girls she would she had always said if i'm ever going to play with a girl it's only going to be with you it's true because I'm, like, I'm like why would i, mean, I do it if you're not going to be there because it doesn't do anything for me right and now yeah he's not part I of i mean that don't couple. get me wrong i mean i love <laughs> that so cool. but, but at the same time it's like I want you to do it because you want to do it, not right. because you're doing it for me. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to turn you on. It's a fantasy too. of yeah. mine, but don't do it for me. Yeah. You know. It's not as hot, is it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely no. When you drag them in, kicking and screaming. Yeah. And now she's and now she's. Well, there was the apparently there was one night not that long ago she went over to see the couple and he got too drunk and the two girls ended up playing. And I'm like, see, oh, I've done that. And you didn't send pictures. I've done that. See, that's the great thing about being the unicorn. I can be like, because so we have I call it it's so rude, but I call it a nine to five, where okay. like you have this woman and she's a nine, and I'm not really attracted to the guy. He's a five. Okay. Um, but being a single unicorn, guys are so enthusiastic and they're visual. Right. So right. I can be like, I'm not very interested in you, but your wife, holy shit, I'll take her all day. <laughs> and so then I get to play with her and I get that aspect of it. And he's okay with watching. Right. When you're a couple, it's not as common. Right. For the, for the guys to sit and watch. And so I'm like, I get that aspect. I, I can like literally take the couple divide. I'm like, it's still hot. I'll put a whole show on for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen, I'll have sex with you right there. I have no problem. You can be any part of it, but me. Right. And it's, yeah. It's, it's totally get what you're saying there because as a couple, it is so difficult to connect with another couple and have everybody be mm -hmm. feeling it on the same level. Yeah. But yeah, you have a, so many levels that you have to connect on for that right, to work. Right, but to connect right. with a single person or a solo person is so much easier. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then going back to my uh, lesbian, bisexual, female questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do you? How do you connect with someone? How do you connect? How do you? How do you find? a female partner and connect with them? How do you, how do you get a date? How does somebody get a date with you? <laughs> let's, let's ask it that way. How does someone get a date with you? Uh, the female or the couple? Female. We're just talking females right now. We're just, just talking ladies female? right now. Yep. Um, they tend to approach me. Um, unless I already, unless I know they're single. Um, I have no problem approaching a woman. Okay. Um, there's actually one at um, a party um, that a couple of months ago that I, I approached myself. Um, and then we just started hanging out. We started fooling around. Like I said, like if I'm dating somebody or I'm somewhere with a, a guy friend, I tend to 
cord towards those women and find them for them. So it's like it, whether they're there or not, it kind of comes natural because I'm, I'm, I'm severely attracted to women. And I guess you just like talk to them, flirt with them a little bit, see where their level is, especially like the vanillas that are like they're into it, but they're not. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> it's a whole like college girl thought process. Like I'll try anything once. <laughs> and so like, yeah, I guess, I guess that kind of dynamic, I, I'm pretty assertive when it comes to women. Um, I have no problem dominating a woman or taking um, charge in that aspect. But also there's a lot of women that kind of approach me, but those tend right. to be the ones that are um, part of a couple. Right. So, Would you say that would that, that would be the key to, um, to, to getting a date with a woman or, a t- or, or, or connecting with a woman is being more assertive as a woman, being more assertive toward them and not, uh, it, it is the most common thing that I hear amongst my bisexual female friends that they just, they, they just can't, they can't seem to find someone or they just can't seem to, to, to seal the deal. <laughs> To, 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 get, <laughs> to get to that point where they get to play. You know what I mean? Vocal. So Being vocal. There's so many people that will beat around the bush. And I'm like, listen, I'm not playing connection with you. Like, I need you to say it. Like, talk right. to me. And so many people will right. just like, they'll, they, they literally, they'll talk about everything around that whole thing. And I'm like, come on, come on. Or I'll be completely ignorant because I'm being social. And like, that's not on my mind at the moment. <laughs> And they're like, oh, I was just, I was trying to flirt with you. Like after they text me later, I'm like, what the hell does that do for me now? Like, I I, I won't see you. So being, I don't know if it's so much assertive, but kind of like vocal on what you want. Like vocal on what you're interested in. Right. Like even if you start off talking about like the things you're into, like this is hot, that's hot. That tends to be um, how women bring it up to me as they talk about like their sexual interests with other women. And we kind of connect that way. And then the flirtation tends to happen. And there you go. Because that's when you get like me and you say, so yeah. you're saying Yeah, I'm like, well, <laughs> let me see if I can help you. You've opened that. that door. Let me plow through it. <laughs> yes. uh, so you kind of started to allude to this. I'm going to let you go ahead and run with it. The couples. How was a couple? How does a couple approach you? Female first. In public? Meet and greet, whatever else? Mm-hmm. 90% of the time, you're going to have a much higher chance with me if the female approaches me. Um, that literally removes okay. 8 million other aspects of the conversation. Um, everything else, I already know she's interested. I already know that like she's not going to be a starfish in the situation because she came up to me all by myself. Um, and then I already right. know if I can connect with her because her and I are going to either vibe or not. So, and I'm more picky about the woman than I am the man. I'm going to sound really ignorant. What does a starfish mean? Oh, a starfish means like they just lay there. Okay. They don't, they don't, they don't play in any, <laughs> you, if you moan and you squirm and you loving it and you rub on her head, you're not a starfish. Right. Cause you're, you're reactive. cause you're enjoying the It's like sucking a dick and the guy's just sitting there and you're like, are you still alive? <laughs> like that's a am starfish. i doing like, it for you yeah, <laughs> right yeah, see, that's a starfish gotcha okay no so you want a little more shit. you want a little more than that is that what you're yeah, saying yeah i need you to react to what the hell i'm doing to you 
Gotcha. If you don't, like, I'm not doing something right. And like, and if you're holding back, like that's your loss, but I'm not going to keep going. Right. Right. So, and, yeah. and it, and it also, if, so if they, if they come to you and part of that is that, you know, that they're going to be into the experience and it's not just something that they're just doing for their man. Exactly. Cause that exactly. doesn't work for you. Yeah. Cause most women that are doing it for their man, like they're not going to be ballsy enough to come up to a single woman and be like, Hey, can we have you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, I've gone a little bit over on my time, so we're going to go ahead and, <laughs> and sign this off. But what, before I do though, I actually want to give you an opportunity to talk about where people can find you. They can find me on Cassidy and SDC um, as Lakes for Days 84. It's the okay. same screen name in both. Awesome. Perfect. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. It was great talking to you. And uh, I, I think I'm going to book a flight for Arizona here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so have fun in Dallas because that's where you're headed. When are you? I, uh, I don't know if you want to say when 9th. exactly. When is it? So October 9th. October 9th. So uh -huh. yeah, this is, they're going to have to book their flight quick because this won't come out tomorrow. <laughs> airlines owe me some money. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's going to be a big party. I can't I can tell you right. that. <laughs> People are going to be looking for you. Legs for days. All right. <laughs> well, thanks so much. It was really great talking yes, to you. Yes. Thank you, you so much. Oh, that was a fun interview. Oh, so much fun. She is so awesome. I really, really like her. Yes. And I would love to just sit here and just glow about all of that and <laughs> keep going, but we are so way over on our time. <laughs> yes, we I are. Lost, I lost track of time talking to her. She's kind of pretty. She is kind of pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we should sign off for now. Indeed. I hope, I'm sure we'll have another podcast before the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain. But that means it's time for more love from the loves. Mwah! Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the ENM Talk Podcast Show with Michael and Ellie. Sponsored by ENM Magazine and produced by Love Tribe Media. This show is made possible by the generous contributions of our Patreon supporters. We would love to have you join our Patreon community by pledging your support at www.patreon.com forward slash ENM magazine. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate and comment on our show in whatever platform you're using. You can leave us a voice message by visiting our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash ENM talk podcast or by calling us at 360-524-3523. Until next time, we hope your adventures always have happy endings. <laughs>